0: three two one let's get it Yo, 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 welcome back to Ath Ease. This is your host, Mark Houston II, Esquire. And let's get something straight. It's Athlegal Ease. Break it into three, say it straight. Athlegal Ease. This is a new New Age Sports Law podcast hosted by sports attorney Mark Houston II Esquire, live and direct from New York City. You know, as a quick reminder, now nah, this ain't your favorite argumentative sports cast or gossip site, and it's definitely not your professors podcast. This is a legal business perspective, coupled with a true love of sport, dictated to the culture, for the culture, by a sports attorney. And as a quick disclaimer, the information provided on this podcast does not, and is not, intended to constitute legal advice. Instead, all information, content, and materials available on this podcast are for general informational purposes only. And if not clear enough, all thoughts and opinions are my own. You dig? installment, I'm rocking the Golden Goose Men's Running Soul Raw Edge Mesh Trainers. And if you're hip, these are for dream use only, not designed for any other activities. So let's get it. All right, so let's get right into it. For this installment, I mean, we're going to discuss, you know, this phenomenon of Hollywood divorce. You know, when a celebrity Italian gets together with a brand... They establish a partnership, an ambassadorship, endorsement, sponsorship, you know, all under that same umbrella. The talent uses talent's name, fame, and acclaim. And then for some reason, you know, this partnership falls apart. You know, the brand cuts out and vice versa. We're gonna talk about some of the hottest makeup and breakups in the sports and entertainment brand space. For example, Adidas Kanye in the Yeezy controversy, Kyrie, Nike breakup. We're gonna talk about the Ja Morant, Nike Powerade, what's going on with those deals. We'll talk a little bit about this, uh, we'll call it a, a, one of our biggest makeups to breakups. The PGA and Live Tour you know, have now agreed to merge, You know, subject to DOJ scrutiny. And then a big surprise, is the number one brand beer brand in the united states but light is number one no longer so stick with us when we get through each one of these topics uh and we'll elucidate some of those legal issues that we got going on stay tuned all right right so let's get right into it i mean one of the biggest makeup to break up to make up again, break up, make up to break up again situations that we've seen is the Kanye Adidas situations. Now, in my opinion, either this is one of those broke clock is right two times a day, or this is some diabolical genius move. Because either way, yay is now probably non exclusive as he probably once was, you know, in the shoe and apparel categories, um, that you know, most likely were you know being occupied by adidas you know which we'll get to in a second but then also gap which uh both parties i think terminated this deal um you know in response to you know some of yay's actions uh you know another one of his uh you know not too uncommon uh social media meltdowns um he said some things that uh obviously offended a lot of parties court of public opinion but in terms of from a legal business standpoint certainly gave the brand adidas and also gap depending on what the contract said the unilateral right to terminate the agreement under you know what we've discussed before in one of our previous episodes a morals clause which allows a party to terminate the agreement if the party does or acts in a way or causes some controversy that disparages the other party. integrates either party's brand and reputation or otherwise jeopardizes the partnership, which obviously Adidas felt had occurred uh you know given Kanye's actions, uh you know that meltdown. Now, the interesting part of this though is the German company said on went on uh back in May uh that it had roughly 1.3 billion dollars of leftover Yeezy stock uh that's a lot of money i mean 1.3 but but billy you know is a lot of money however they had now cut to all, all ties with gay so they're stuck with all of that right now or at least had been stuck with all of that retail i mean all of this went down back in october of 22 you know we're now towards the end of the summer some summer scary hours here so since then they've been stuck with 1.3 billion in Yeezy stock. Now why do, why does this all matter, you ask? Well, I'll tell you. Because guess who came back? Guess who spent the block and decided now they gotta get back in the game. Adidas has, you know, made amends with Yay. They have a new agreement now where they're gonna get the product back on august 2nd 2023 is going to be another easy day i think they've already had a couple drops i mean i mean it's crazy you would have think thought you know the fallout the fallout and the pr nightmare you know that was caused by you know obviously all of the uh the media coverage of all of this i mean the halt in yeezy sales i mean those things were hot on the street you know all of a sudden you couldn't get them I mean, now it's important to remember that this is a very stark contrast from where we once were when all of this controversy was going down. According to an NY Magazine article, according to to Adidas's CEO, the company considered burning the shoes, giving them away, or removing the Yeezy branding before selling them. Now, I'm not too sure who's in the room trying to make that decision, but at the end of the day, we know why it sells. It sells because it's associated with Yeezy. He makes it hot. He makes the music. And the streets love it. But in order to do that, you got to pay to play, baby. That's the name of the game. So it would be quite difficult for Adidas to sell that Yeezy, Yeezy brand, especially associated with the Yeezy marks, without all of that you know it needs to be attached that is the brand that is the wave so so Adidas has got to give up that bread in order to make it happen in order to comply again with the agreement so yeah back in May Adidas mentioned uh that they had resumed uh the had resumed sale of of the shoes um Again, they mentioned they had $1.3 billion left over in stock, um, and so from their official press release, uh, they stated, and I quote, the release will mark the first time the products have been available to customers since Adidas terminated the Yeezy partnership in October 2022, and went on to state that the products will be existing designs and designs initiated in 2022 for sale in 2023 additional releases of existing inventory are currently under consideration but timing is yet to be determined you know in a sense about that may date uh the yeezy shoes were you know advertised on you know the adidas website um were offered for sale including a disclaimer Um, about where each portion of the sale will be donated. But just back in May, a Manhattan judge had to deny a request by Adidas for a temporary restraining order um, seeking to freeze uh, or refreeze $75 million um, that was held by the Yeezy brand in which Adidas claimed it had paid to Ye to market the Yeezy products. So, Adidas claimed it had paid that amount to Yay to market the products and asserted that Ye and the Yeezy brand had no legal right to hold the funds given the termination of the agreement. Now, Adidas's lawyers argue that irreparable harm would be done to Adidas in case Yeezy were to go insolvent or otherwise bankrupt. Now, according to this Yahoo article, uh, the judge had, a, had originally granted a temporary restraining order but ultimately now has lifted it claiming adidas has failed to comply with procedural requirements and that the yeezy yeezy brand was de- defi- def- excuse me deprived of a fair opportunity to defend itself um a little bit more back and forth on that um but ultimately yeezy got paid out you know his due share of Uh, What was required of the brand, uh, what was required, uh, you know, under contract, according to, you know, each party's obligations, Um, especially with Adidas, uh, you know, continuing the sales of, you know, the Yeezy product as associated with the Yeezy marks. So then that leads us right into the Kyrie Irving situation. Um, Involving the Brooklyn Nets and also Nike. So Kyrie tweeted out a link uh, to an Amazon video documentary. Which angered many people. And ultimately led to the Brooklyn Nets stating that Irving is quote currently unfit to be associated with the Brooklyn Nets. And ultimately led to... To Kyrie being traded to Dallas for two players and three future round draft picks. But not only did Kyrie run into some trouble um, on the court uh, as far as in respect to the Brooklyn Nets, uh, but also Nike uh, also wanted to disassociate um, for the same reasons. Now Irving had been with and has been with Nike and had his own signature line uh, since 2014. Um, and in a statement from Nike, they stated simply, "Kyrie is no longer a Nike athlete." Now Kyrie, through his agent, who is also a stepmom, stated that. Both sides decided to part ways and we just wish Nike all the best. Since the parties parted ways uh, back last season, Kyrie had remained wearing the Nike branded shoes uh, just covered up, um, concealed and covered up uh, for the remainder of that season. But as of recent... Kyrie signed a five-year footwear and apparel contract with the Chinese brand ANTA. Now, what's key about this deal is he also signed on to be ANTA's chief creative officer. Which, you know, as it sounds, gives him creative direction um, over his brand. Uh, He also released um, and unveiled uh, his new signature logo. So goes to show you one door or window closes, another opens. Just gotta know how to pivot. So you ask me, how does that compare or contrast with the Jamal Morant situation, right? I mean, he got in trouble recently as well, um, with Nike. Um, you know, with another incident with uh, you know, a fire involving a firearm. Well, it's interesting you asked that. Let's get into it. So Morant's first shoe, the Nike jaw one, was originally scheduled to release back in April of this year, earlier this year. However, the launch was pushed back, uh, back to the 19th of April due to a nine game suspension that Morant had gotten uh, due to this firearm incident. So, you know, as things boil down, he got that nine game suspension, Uh, Nike actually removed his shoe um, from the website um, in 2023. However, they still released the Hunger colorway in May 2023. Now, despite the controversies um, and the trouble that, you know, Jaws gotten into on and off court, uh, his shoes have been released in three colorways, all of which have sold out almost immediately. Now, after further... Investigation and inquiry uh, from the NBA. The NBA announced that Moran will serve a 25-game suspension that's set to start at the top of this season. Nike, however, didn't pull the plug. Nike put out a statement following the announcement. We are pleased that Jaws taking accountability and prioritizing his well-being. We will continue to support him on and off the court. So Nike, in this instance, stuck by Ja, where, in a very similar morals incident, parted ways with Kyrie. Obviously, the decisions were made, you know, on a case-by-case basis. But regardless, a business decision was made in each instance. Now, that wasn't the only uh sort of hot water uh that John Moran landed himself in because he also had another he had a, another big deal um you know on the books um that was set to start and that was his Powerade deal. Now, it was described as uh quote part of the brand's biggest campaign ever. However, Powerade the brand took its commercial down from his website and his social media channels. So who knows if that was terminated, who knows if it was suspended. Um, We'll see how that boils down, we'll keep you posted on that. So last but not least, brings us to the most recent brand dethroning. And I alluded to it a bit earlier. Bud Light has now fallen in popularity, and it was overtaken by none other than Modelo Especial. Now, according to this CNN article, sales of Modelo at grocery and beer stores had surpassed Bud Lights over the course of 2023. And this is the first time Modelo has ever beaten Bud Light on a year-to-date basis. Now Modelo, according to this article, Modelo gained about eight point three four percent of the shares of dollars spent on beer versus the eight point two eight percent for Bud Light. Now that has a lot—that's a lot to say. I mean, a U.S. beer is no longer the top beer in the U.S. It's interesting. But it really may not be the case, uh, given that uh, both brands are owned by a one Anheuser Busch. So, may or may not be one and the same, but I digress. But one thing's for sure is that the Bud Light beer sales was down, and it may or may not coincide with a recent partnership uh, that. Bud Light engaged with, uh, with an influencer. Um, that partnership with the influencer, you know, sparks some backlash from consumers um, who vouch, you know, never to purchase uh, the beer ever again. I mean, there were actually people who were going to the grocery stores just to destroy, you know, quantities of it. So you can see how these partnerships, you know, can go. Right, or they can definitely take a tailspin and go the wrong way. And as the clock runs out on this week's episode, we would like to thank you again for tuning in. Please check out more episodes, both past, current, and future On Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, iHeartRadio Podcasts, or wherever the hell else you get your podcasts. Please subscribe, like, comment, tell a friend. And as always, we're open to topics, suggestions, and collabs. You dig? Get at us.